Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett, we are back with you today. Get a little housekeeping out of the way up front, as always. If you want to know more about everything that we do inside of Ninja, please go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to know about upcoming installations, offerings of coaching, mastery, if you want to learn more about all these moving parts that we have going on, starting a smart business and when classes are being offered, please go to ninjaselling.com. You can figure out all about that there. If you want to learn more about our podcast community and the 84 to 8,500 members that we have in that group right now and building great connections and referral sources and sharing energy, you can join our Facebook group at theninjasellingpodcast.com or no. Well, you could go find episodes of the podcast at theninjasellingpodcast.com. God, I was so close. I was on a roll, Matt. I was so good. Yeah, you were there. You were there. All right, go to the Facebook group, The Ninja Selling. Facebook.com slash group slash The Ninja Selling Podcast. I was so close. As any of you are figuring out right now, we just roll with this. <laughs> so enjoy, everybody. So thanks for putting up with me. All right, Matt, I posed into the actual Facebook community a question here about a week and two ago. And the question was simple. It was just saying, what is the number one skill that you want to be working on or growing during the summer months that we have coming up here? There's a little eh, smattering of different stuff. And the number one thing that people were like all lit up on was real estate reviews. Like that came up over and over and over again as this is something I want to really take hold of during the summer months. And Matt, as we were just sitting here talking about before we started recording, like let's discuss this because right now is one of the most powerful times I have seen in a long time to sit down and discuss somebody's real estate and help them understand what's going on. So Great topic. Thank you to all of you for bringing this to do it. And Matt, good morning. Good morning, Garrett. I like this because I, I'm hearing from some people out there too that there's a little fear going around doing real estate reviews right now because well, what if they ask me questions about inflation and interest rates and the future and what's going on? Is the market turning around? And I said, well, one, you don't have a crystal ball. And two, like this is great. What a great opportunity to level up your skill, just like we talked about a couple episodes ago on skill set. Like, I believe that people who are doing real estate reviews this second half of the year consistently are going to put a big gap between them and the competition because you're going to have to do some research. You're going to have to learn more about absorption rates because you'll get those questions. This does not mean that your real estate reviews have to become more complicated. Nothing's changed there. Simple market update. Here's the trends over the past you know, year or so. Supply and demand, some comps. Like That's a good real estate review content-wise, but it's the discussion, Garrett, the conversation where that's the gold, is getting in front of homeowners and talking to them about real estate. So thinking about that fear that you brought up of like, well, what if they ask me about inflation? Great. We need an economist to really have a conversation about that. That's not a normal real estate world thing. Like anybody who's been a realtor from the 80s coming forward has not had to deal with what do we do with record breaking inflation and how does that affect the real estate world? You shouldn't be an expert in that element right now. 
I do think you can educate yourself. Like I think you can go talk to economists and talk to people and take some time, put Facebook down for a second and go and you know, do some research out there. See what's going on. Do not use Facebook as your source of information. <laughs> no. Well, John over here said that, you know, this is why we're having us like, no, don't listen to John. Go talk to some experts. I would even say be careful about some of your office mates. You know, sometimes it's easy to go talk to around the water cooler of what does this all mean? They're not economists. Like, go talk to a well-respected economist about what does this look like? What's happening? What does this mean? So at least you can share that information. But until you do that, do not feel like you should be an expert. That's my thing, Matt. Like, the fears that you just brought up is like, you shouldn't know that anyway, offhand. Well, yeah. It's not your job as the real estate. Sometimes I get this with people who work with a lot of people in the finance industry. It's like, well, I feel like I need to understand the stock market to really be able to connect with them and help them with real estate. And I was like, why? It's like, well, because when the stock market's up or down, it impacts like what they want to do with real estate. I said, so? Like, that doesn't mean you need to know, you know, about equity swaps and derivatives and short sales and all that kind of stuff. You just need to know the real estate. They're hiring you to be the real estate expert. It affects them because it's their money portfolio that somebody will lend against and say, okay, what are you? Like, what do you have? It will affect that, but it's literally just looking at what is their holdings? Like, how much money do they have available to them right now? What is that? And when, yeah, when the stock market's down or tanks, like it has at certain points here and there, it definitely affects people's ability to borrow money. Well, it's mostly emotional anyway, but that's a whole nother conversation from a prior life. You lost money just on paper. Like it wasn't yours to begin with, right? You never really had it. It's just on paper. Yeah. Just want to make sure you understand you never really had it. It was never there. So you pull it out. Yeah. It's like your real estate, right? People are like, oh my goodness, I'm losing so much money in my real estate right now. It's like, why? Did you sell your real estate? I mean, right now, if you sell your real estate, you're probably making money, quite frankly. That's the reason. Like you look at this and say, okay, your stock advisor, their job is to sit down with the people and be like, okay, let's look at all your stock holdings and what's going on and how those are holding up right now in this interesting downturn the stock market's going through. Then you look at real estate and you go, okay, well, the realtor's saying I should be educated in the stocks or whatnot, or the lender would be saying that. But the reality is, is like, no, 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 no. Your job is to be an expert in their real estate. This is the world that you need to own and love. And this is where real estate reviews become so darn powerful because people want experts in these areas. They want somebody with the deep smarts who can sit down and say, here, here's what's going on. I'm not telling you to buy or sell right now. I'm not telling you to do anything. But if you ever had to make a decision about real estate, at least you have the information to make a smart decision. Yes. Well, and so being the expert with the deep smarts, you can borrow from others. Like I tell people, cite sources. One of the best things you can do, NAR has tons of statistics and research right on their website. And Lawrence Yoon is constantly commenting about what's going on in the broader economy and how that might impact housing. By the way, he's the NAR economist, for those of you who don't know him. He predicts what he thinks are going to happen with home sale trends. He predicts what he thinks is going to happen with average prices, demand. He puts all this stuff out there 
And like any good economist, the opinions change month over month because you can't be wrong if you have varying opinions. No offense, Lawrence. I think he does a great job. By the way, that's every... That's every economist, right? Yeah. That's not just him. Yeah. Uh, All of them predicted 2008 if you go back in time and look at their writings, but they also predicted great growth through that time. (laughs) So if this happens, it goes this way. If this happens, it goes this way. But use his information. Take that. Say like, hey, here's what the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors is saying when people ask you about inflation and the impact of home pricing. Also look at other tools. I love Keeping Current Matters, Garrett. They're a great organization. They analyze a lot of data and they actually come up with some really cool infographics and stuff, which is all free. You can sign up to have like your own custom stuff with them. We don't get anything for that. So I'm not suggesting you do that. In fact, I think you should just take the stuff that they have and cite them. They have great information. Leverage that stuff and use that when you're having these conversations. So just kind of brush up on some of that as you're going into these things and you'll be armed with all of this information, which is great. Well, Matt, you kind of said it quickly. Take their stuff and cite them. It's interesting is is that there's a lot of power in one, you not necessarily being the expert, citing and bringing in expert areas that you go research, you pay attention to, and you are the conveyor of the expert's information. There's a lot of power in that. Like when I used to do the real estate reviews and I used to use the FHFA.gov information, house price index. It didn't predict the future, did nothing with that. It just showed where we are right now. And I remember sitting with people and going through it and flipping through the document. And they're like, why? Like, why do you even like sit down and do this? And I'd be like, my job is to be an expert in anything that's happening around, like with real estate out here. And I do research. And every once in a while, I find something really cool that I want to share with you. My job. It's what I do every day. The FHFA, by the way, they have so much stuff. I mean, we talk about the house price index because it's just a wonderful report to use for real estate reviews. Yes, it's a little laggy because they're about two months behind because there's a lot of data. But you go on their site, there is a lot more stuff too. There's stuff about foreclosure and prevention reports. There's right now on their site, as we're doing this, the big headline on the site, US house prices rose 18.8% from April 21 to April 22. That's like right the headline right there. Like that's information that you can use. Hey, FHFA reported this. I think that's the role of an an agent is we talk about the agent being a guide, Garrett, a trusted advisor. And I think part of the role of being an advisor is looking for information from multiple sources, understanding what that information says and sharing it, not necessarily trying to say, hey, I created this info or I know this. It's just, here's what I'm hearing. I'm tuned into this stuff. And here you go. Let's talk about how it might impact you. So a great stock advisor would sit down with you and say, here's all the things you should be paying attention to right now. We're seeing bonds do this right now. We're watching, you know, gold is doing this right now. And these two things, when they're usually doing it, can mean this. They sit down and help you with all their smarts. And they're pulling from all kinds of areas and experts to be able to be an educated person for you. I think that FHFA is an interesting one, Matt, and I've leaned into it really in a lot of ways. Primarily, that's my number one thing I always used when I was doing real estate reviews. And I had a couple comps that went with it. It was like a three or four pages out of FHFA and a couple comps. I was like, sweet, let's go get together and you know, have a beer and catch up. The biggest thing, because I know there's people out there, Matt, that are trying to figure this out for the summer and, oh my gosh, what am I going to put into it? 
I've got focus versus an option, which is great information. I've got this thing, FHFA, that Garrett and Matt talk about. I've got you know other stuff that I can dump in here, keeping current matters. What do I put in? Because all of a sudden, this turns into a 50-page document. Anything you're excited about. That's my thing. If you are excited about the information that you're sharing, it's about getting together with this person, you being able to go like, I've got some really cool stuff I want to share with you. And the more excited you're about it, they're like, damn, Matt's pretty excited about this. I should probably pay attention. Like, look at them all lit up about this stuff. Let's do it this way. All of you out there have been to a real estate conference. If you have a speaker in front of the room that's like, Ah, like, okay, like, let's, like, I'm so excited to share this information with you. Everybody's on the edge of their chairs going like, oh, this is going to be something good. Like, what's going on? Wow, I need to open my TikTok account right now. Different than going to your physics class in high school and having your teacher stand in front of them going, okay, uh, today we're going to be uh, talking about, um, and everybody starts falling asleep. And I think that's why a lot of these real estate reviews happen is we're like, okay, I've got to cover this. I got to cover this. I got to put this in there. I got to put this in there. And then I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do a dissertation in front of my client. And they're like, I don't know. These things really aren't working that well. I'm giving them all this stuff, but they're not really absorbing it. They really don't seem to connect because you're not excited about it. Like you're just delivering data and you could give half the data. You could give one quarter of the data and only focus on the stuff that you get excited about. Great real estate review. Yeah, I agree. I think you focus on something, even if it's one statistic. Gary, you talk a lot about absorption rate, which I would say is your favorite real estate statistic. I just love it. And it's great, right? That would be your thing in real estate reviews. Be like, hey, here's what's happening with absorption. Here's how the market is you know, taking all these homes that are out there and getting them to sold. And you could go into even a little bit more detail than the next person about that, which the other side effect of this is you've just given your client all these talking points. So when they're out there at the neighborhood socials and the kids' birthdays, they'd be like, hey, by the way, let me like share some knowledge with you, right? And they just like kind of regurgitate what you told them and like they feel cool about it, right? Talking about absorption rate while the kids are on the bounce house. Maybe that's not what they would do. I don't know. But I think that's the cool part about finding something that you're excited about is you not only transfer it to them, but they'll then look to transfer that beyond because they believe it's important because you're their trusted advisor. And it is important. This isn't like a smoke and mirrors show. And that leads to referrals, Garrett. So when you talk about putting the gap on your competition, Real estate reviews now are going to lead to great conversations, which is going to lead to great referrals from your people. And that is a win. And the interesting thing, Matt, is it's not like every single time you do a real estate review, they're going to run away and be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk to my friends about this information that Matt Benelli just shared with me. This is awesome. Like, not going to happen. But what it does is you've now given them some thinking points that they have going on. And yeah, when they are having a conversation with a friend and they want to be knowledgeable and be able to share things that they have learned and whatnot, that's the moment that all of a sudden they're like, I saw the coolest thing the other day. Like, this is what I saw. Like my realtor who I was talking to about the marketplace right now is just like, yeah, we are seeing some more signs in our neighborhood and whatnot and more homes are coming on. We are hearing about people doing price reductions and oh my gosh, you know, what does that mean? But you know what Garrett shared with me was is that we're actually absorbing more homes. Like there's more homes that are being taken off by buyers right now. It's like it's kind of a misleading thing. That little piece that they can share that they learn from their real estate agent can open up more of a dialogue of like, well, who's your realtor? Like, who do you use? 
are you guys thinking about selling? Like, why did you meet with your realtor about that stuff? We just meet with Garrett periodically. He just shares with me what's going on. That's a moment where they're going like, well, my realtor doesn't do that. Like, that would be awesome. Whether it turns into a referral or you turn into a higher level expert in the real estate industry that people are talking about, like, these are all wins. And it just starts with showing up. That's really all you have to do for these real estate reviews is show up, put some information together, call your client, get together. It doesn't get more complicated than that, really. So for those of you who are getting stuck in the weeds, grab a weed whacker, get out of there. You don't need to be all the way down in there. If you enjoy that, awesome. More power to you. If I like data, I'd probably go a little further into data, but that's because I enjoy it. If you don't, you don't have to. You don't have to know what's going on with I mean, I think it's important for people to understand basics of inflation and things like that might help with some other things in your life, but you don't have to be an expert on it. What you need to be an expert on is what you do to help people get from the life they have to the life they dream about. You need to be an expert on how to position properties in the marketplace. You need to be an expert on guiding a buyer through the buyer process. That's your expertise. This is part of showing up as their advisor. And all you got to do is really show up. They need somebody that they can say, okay, when we have a question about real estate, who's the person that I know that has the deepest smarts? When my friends have questions about real estate or doing anything with real estate, we have people in our world that when something comes up, we go, oh my gosh, you need to talk to so-and-so. For instance, I'm going to use my friend Chris at Chris's Marine here in town. If you have anything that you need done with your boat, go talk to Chris. Chris is Marine in, in Redding, California. People are going to be looking him up. He's going to be like, why in the world is all this stuff coming to me right now? But it's funny is, is that he is an expert when it comes to boats. He's an expert when it comes to repair work. He's an expert when it comes to working with the forestry department here, where you got permits and what you need to be doing. He's just this level of knowledge, because he's been doing it for a long time and he's seen everything, that I can walk up to him and be like, Chris, what do I do with this? And he's like, oh. Here's who you need to talk to. This is what you got to do. This is where you got to go. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. At the same time, if anybody ever comes to me and goes like, oh man, my boat's doing this. Chris, let me get him involved like right now. He's figured that out in the boating world. And we have plenty of boat mechanics in Redding, California. Just so you know, we are a heavy, heavy, heavy boating community. But he's the expert. And it's funny, you talk to people and they all know. And you drive up to his lot and it's a mess. It's just piles of motors and this weird little shack with the blinds that are all kind of broken and hanging sideways. I don't care. <laughs> that dude knows what's going on when it comes to anything that has to do with a boat. But that's who you want to be in their world. And that's why I love so much, Matt, that real estate reviews came up so heavy in the podcast community is that it was interesting to kind of go like, okay, they see it. They know they want to do it. But as both you and I know, Matt, like, all of a sudden summer passes and everyone's like, oh, it was a great idea. But usually they overthought it. They tried to turn it into something too big. They just didn't know what to put into it. And it's all of a sudden it was a great idea and it's passed. Well, so Garrett, I want to give people an easy system that you can implement today to start getting these things going. And I call this my five-step, four-touch real estate review system. And it allows you to get four touches with someone over a period of time, about a month, maybe five weeks or so. And it's very simple. Step zero is prepare the real estate review. <laughs> so you got to do that first. Step two, touch one is, well, we'll call it step one, right? This is the touch one, is call the person 
hey, you prepared this real estate review, call the person said, hey, I put this together for you. I'd love to get together. What are you doing next week? Let's grab a drink. Let's grab coffee, swing by the office. I can swing by the house, however you want to set it up. So then touch two is you sit down and you actually do it. Touch three is you write a handwritten note. Thank you for your time. It was so great to see you. Mention something personal. And then touch four is to call about two weeks after and just say, hey, do you have any questions or follow up about what we discussed? Or call them about something else you learned during that time that you met. And so you get four touches. You start doing two people a week. That means you're going to be in flow with at least eight people a week just running that system once you get the system up and running, right? Because on week four, that'll be, you know, now you'll have everybody on different, it's like an eight by eight, but a small one. And here's what's so cool about what you just described, Matt. So we're supposed to be sending 10 handwritten notes a week. That's part of the Ninja system. Okay, well, I just took care of a real estate review that also caused me to write a handwritten note. Heard a couple phone calls in there that you need to be making. One to set it up, one as a follow-up two weeks later after you do the real estate review. That's two touches. That falls into our 50 contacts that we're supposed to be having every week. That adds into that. You said, hey, we could do this at coffee. We could meet for lunch. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to be having a lunch, two of them every week. Sit down meeting with somebody, getting a chance to know. Does that count towards it? Yes, it does. So now we've got all this overlap in here and people are going like, oh, all this stuff is one on top of the other and it all just turns into the snowball. No, it actually like one activity just checked off a whole bunch of boxes of flow with people. So anybody who's listening, Matt, the way you just laid it out is great. And again, it's not on top of all the other stuff that you're doing. It all integrates together. It all works together. And if you had what? I mean, I'm just for fun here saying like, what if you had two people a week, three people a week, four people a week, and all you focused on was real estate reviews and you did them over lunch and you made all your phone calls and you wrote all your notes like, all right, you're on your way to something here. Just so you know. If you did four a week, I'm just doing that. If you did four a week and you run the four touch system, that's four times four. So that's 16 people that you're in flow with every single week just from running the system. Once it's up and running. The first week, it's only four. The second week, it's eight, because now you have four people on week one, four people. In, but by the fourth week, it's 16 people a week. Just because you're running this one system, then you have all your reactive clients and all this other stuff. Like Getting to 50 gets really, really easy at that point. And the flow frequency with these people too, Garrett. I mean, that's the same person for four or five weeks in a row. But everybody comes to us, Matt, and they go like, well, when do we talk about real estate? When do we get them to understand that we're a realtor? Like, I don't get it. All I'm doing is talking with them about nice stuff and just being a friend with them and like hang up the phone or listening for life changes. Like, when do I get them to understand that I'm a real estate professional? This is your opportunity right here. So, Garrett, I love this. I think the agents who lean into real estate reviews this second half of the year are really going to do a great service for their business and a great service for their clients. Yes, you may have some tough conversations. You're going to have to do some research. And by the way, for those of you that are freaking out about the stock market, just a point of reference, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, right before the pandemic, we were like, is it going to break 30,000? And now we're like, oh, I hope it doesn't go below. So it's still higher than it was then. And like the year prior, we're like, is it going to hit 28? So just, I mean, that's still up over time, right? So just want to put that one in perspective, just like home prices, right? KCM, Keeping Current Matters, actually shared a really cool graphic showing the decades of inflation and home prices, like 1970s, 80s. Oh, home prices always outpace inflation. When the interesting thing was, is every single decade, there was inflation and appreciation in home values every single decade, right? So those are the cool little things that you pull out when you start doing these research that you can then share and have in your knowledge bank. 
homeowners need it right now. And I'm just going to put it out there. There's a lot of homeowners that are wondering what this all means, how it's affecting them right now. And again, this is your chance. So I just want to encourage everybody, nudge you in that direction. Go do it. As you said, Matt, when we started this, this is one of those things. You look for opportunities that allow you to stand out of the pack, that allow you to be different than every other realtor that they know, to not blend in with all the other licenses that are roaming around your town. This is your chance to be like, I've never had a realtor do this for me before. Like you are different. You're outside the box. This is a chance right now. Really is. So Garrett, thanks for pulling this tie. Thanks to everybody in the community for saying this is something that you want to work on. So here you go. Here's the nudge to go work on it. I started it, by the way, just so you know. You totally did. And we're probably going to want to do another happy hour live session in there. And we can just do Q&A on real estate reviews to kind of just dive a little bit deeper on this stuff. But the only way you're going to get access to that if you guys are listening is if you are inside of our community on Facebook. So head over to facebook.com slash group slash The Ninja Selling Podcast. Answer the questions so we can let you in. We deleted over 800 people from that queue list who did not answer questions. And man, it feels good. Now it's so much easier, Garrett, to go in there and just be like, accept, accept. It's so clean. It looks so nice. So nice. And as Garrett mentioned at the beginning, if you guys are interested more about Ninja Selling, grab a copy of the book. Go on Amazon, get Ninja Selling by Larry Kendall and learn the systems. It's all there. And then you can head over to ninjaselling.com and sign up for an installation and head to a four-day event where you get to meet realtors from around the country and get this system installed into you for your personal life and your business. It's a wonderful thing. And if you want to learn more about coaching, you can find that out at ninjaselling.com too, or reach out to one of us as well. We're happy to talk with you about all the great things that come in with one-on-one personal coaching. So appreciate you, Garrett. Appreciate everybody for listening. Final thoughts? I was just going to throw into the the coaching aspect if anybody's doing that. So a lot of you don't know, I so I oversee and run the coaching program. So I have a fairly intimate relationship with about 26 or so of our coaches. So if you are thinking about coming that direction, you are welcome to reach out to me and I can help kind of guide you in the right direction with that if that's something that is important to you. So you're not just being dropped into a coaching program. We'll do my best to talk to all of you. If you all call me at once, we have a problem. Just letting you know, I only have so many hours in the day. There will be a bottleneck. <laughs> <laughs> but I will do, I might, again, if you have questions, if you've been wondering around it, reach out to me. I'll help you. Yeah, I love it. Well, Garrett, you have a great day. Everybody listening, you have an amazing day, evening, whatever it might be, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.